What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. With hair on top of my head. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. It's she's under my thumb. You know what's under your thumb? The nail bed. There's the tip of the nail, and there's actually the germinal center of the nail. As my dad, the carpenter, used to say when I swung the hammer, helping him when I was 10 years old, and Robbie, he used to say, don't forget, don't hit the wrong nail. Meaning hit the metal nail, not the nail on your finger. Complicated. That's what's underneath the thumb. And nobody knows more about what's under your thumb. It's not Mick Jagger. It's Dr. Steve Shin, who's my guest right now. Dr. Shin, I want to ask you about this fascinating muscle. It almost reminds me. Here's a clap revision. We rode here in our cars. The 10 freeway, they continue to close for no apparent reason. I don't know who's running this city. But anyway, we're in a car. It has a chassis. It has four wheels. That's how we get around. But if you take that car to the beach, you're going to get stuck in the sand. If you take it where the gravel is, the wheels will spin. So some genius came up with the half track, which is what a tank uses to be able to get over sand and rocks, all kinds of terrain. I think we saw it first in World War One, and then ultimately in World War Two. This idea of a half track so that the ability to have the vehicle move over terrain that is bumpy and, and four wheels would not get the job done to some extent to hold a can of soda, to hold a hammer, to hold a baseball, to, to hold things that are of different dimensions and sizes so that we get a grip and can wrap our palm and fingers around it. You need a half track. You can't have four wheels on the car. You need the half track. Is that what the lumbrical is? <laughs> you know, that's a great analogy, uh, Robbie. I, I never would have thought of that myself. You are brilliant. Um, <laughs> Clapper vision. <laughs> Clapper vision. Uh, so, yeah, the lumbrical is 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 just, and there are multiple lumbricals, obviously, and, and is is just a very unique muscle. Uh, you know, coming from a tendon, going to a bone, uh, and at, like you said before, like the ring finger has different innervations. So do the lumbricals. Some of them are innervated by one nerve, and the other is by another nerve. So it's like, wow, who who thought of this? And and why does it have to be that way? But that's that's what adds to the complexity uh, 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 in, in, in anatomy and function of the hand, why we have five digits. So I don't know if a lot of people know, but the thumb is not a finger, right? So we, it's actually thumb and four fingers. So if anybody ever asks you how many fingers you have, you've got eight fingers wow. and two thumbs. So, you know, a neat little fact for our listeners out there. So, but anyway, um, so wow. lump, back to the lumbrical. Yeah, a fascinating muscle. It's, it, it allows us to, you know, bend certain joints and straighten out the other ones. So 
Say, for example, you bring your fingers down uh, and you kind of form, uh, I don't know, your, your knuckles at 90 degrees, but your fingers are straight. Lumbricals kind of help do that. There are other muscles that do that as well. Uh, but, you know, um, uh, it's just amazing um, that the, the, the almighty being who designed our hand, um, uh, designed in such a way where we can have such coordination uh, with each of our fingers, uh, each of our joints, 27 bones, right? It's just, it's absolutely amazing. I want to play a soundbite from 1968 when Johnny Bench was a rookie. I want you to listen to what injuries were like before we had people like Reinhold helping us with Arthrex to make better equipment. He missed his rookie year, Johnny Bench, because of five stitches that he needed in his thumb. Now you may not even use stitch. You may use crazy glue, Durabond, on this finger. Listen to this. This is Gary Nolan, the youngest pitcher in Major League Baseball today, and standing next to him, uh, Johnny Bench, the youngest catcher in Major League Baseball today, I think. And they formed the youngest battery in Major League Baseball last year. And then uh, at the close of the season, Johnny got an injury, and I think you split your thumb. Isn't that right, John? Yes, I required five stitches. It happened in the third game before the end of the season. So you missed qualifying for Rookie of the Year honors, if I'm correct on that. So this year you can... You might qualify again. Yes, you are, but I think I'd rather have a pennant. By the way, he got Rookie of the Year that year, so it was all good. Here's just a fun fact I'd love you to teach us about. If you look at the back of your hand, your forearm, there's hair. But when Johnny Bench is talking about he split his thumb, he's talking about the palm side of his thumb, and he had the stitches put in. Two questions I want to ask you. One, why can you not grow hair on the palm of your hand and the pulp of your fingers and what has improved in terms of splitting the skin that required him to be out how long would he be out if he needed five stitches the equivalent injury in 2020 <laughs> great questions so the first one the, uh, the hair question uh, obviously uh you know hairs grow from uh, follicles and we don't have that on the palm side why don't we have that on the palm side because that will get in the way of of our feeling things right mm -hmm. so that's why uh, any kind of injury or a cut you know like like johnny bench had on the palm side uh would be very very difficult for us to feel things to pinch to grip uh, grip a baseball uh and so because the hair would get in the way Again, our great designer uh, made sure that we didn't have hair on on the palm side, uh, so that's why we have hair on 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 the other side uh, instead. So we don't have the cells uh, the in, in the skin that would make the hair on the palm. Is side. the skin thicker? Is the epidermis and dermis? Go. Let's go deep into one of your surgeries. You take a scalpel and you make an incision on the back of someone's hand. That skin is different than when you make an incision on the palm. And in patients who have a crippling disease called Dupuytren's contracture, what was his name, McCash? He came up with the idea that you don't even have to put stitches in there. Just leave it open and it'll, it'll granulate and heal on its own. Right, exactly. So, Dupuytren's contracture is actually something I did some research on when I was, when I was in training. Uh, and it is a genetic, uh, uh disease. Uh, people from, uh, Northern Europe, Eastern Europe, uh, have this, uh, predisposition to developing it. Their fingers start curling down and they can't straighten them out. And it can be very debilitating when it gets bad. So yes, the skin on the palm side is definitely thicker with this disease called Dupuytren's disease or contract, Dupuytren's contracture. Uh, the, there's a layer of tissue right below the skin called your fascia, and that's above the tendons, though, uh, and that gets real thick. 
Mm. And, and that's what we take out when we do the surgery, or that's what we try to get uh, to rupture on purpose with this enzyme. But I won't get into too many details about that. Uh, but yeah, definitely the skin on the palm side is, is thicker uh, than, the, than the skin on the, on the back side. Okay. I'm talking to the great Dr. Steve Shin, who now is a part of Cedar sinai and it's just a true pleasure to have him.